Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter. Badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, if your kids are watching with you, send them to bed right now because as insane and crazy and naughty as it gets on the NFO show, this is The Butcher's Block, the first edition of The Butcher's Block. Welcome. And of course, I'm not writing alone, okay? I got the Greek God with me. I got the doctor with me because believe me, we don't take any fucking prisoners, but we will provide some medical aid. Guys, we left off the NFO main show on a bit of a cliffhanger. You know, we were we handling were Luke getting, Skywalker. His saber. Yeah, Luke, Luke, Luke Skywalker, Luke fucking Skywalker, right? I, we, we've all said this. We, we've all said that the more we think about it and the more we watch it, we like the movie, The Rise of Skywalker, a little bit less. And I'm going to tell you now, man, you know, I left off the main show absolutely hating the fucking movie. Can I say something really quick? Please. Because this is the first episode of the glorious Butcher's Block. Glorious! 
I need you to explain to our fans, who are not the sharpest tools in the shed, what the butcher's block is all about. Explain what the show will entail every week. For those who are who are dull and not so sharp, this is all about sharpness. Because after all, it is the butcher's block. This is the show where I bring up a topic, okay, and my brothers try to hold me back from breaking through the fucking camera and choking somebody <laughs> out. This is therapy. That is the best intro I've heard in my entire life. Right. This is going to be my therapy. We're going to talk about topics that I, I absolutely hate. I don't think it make any sense, and I think should be erased from the face of the fucking history. But right now, our topic cancel is culture, uh, canceling cancel fucking culture. But, you know, t- today's topic is about the sequel trilogy, more specifically the treatment of Luke Skywalker and the fact that it was his story and he wasn't even in it, to be honest. You know, if, if we are being honest, it's his story. But he really didn't get any shine, in my opinion, you know. So, so what do you guys think about that? Am I, I right? Think being, Am I, I think you're being. I think you're being very, very tame right now, and I'm a little disappointed that you're holding we'll get back. Getting started, you know. You know, I think you should go full fledged Sith heel right now. Show him the darkness. Show him why you're the Sith Lord, the necessary evil. Let you know, like, you. like, like, like Paul Heyman goes, my client. Brock Lesnar, you're gonna be my necessary evil, Darth Spiridon. Well, look, man, you know, then in that case, let's just fucking reset it and redo because the fucking sequel trilogy is unacceptable. It's fucking lame. Not only did Disney eat a, a fucking bag of dicks with it, the fans were forced to swallow it. Okay. You know, to be honest, man, what happened was we went to the movies. We were excited because at the end of it all, man, we're fucking Star Wars fans. We are fucking Star Wars marks and we love Star Wars. But then when that wears off, it's like, you know what? When you meet that girl at the club and you had a few too many and you take her home and you think you fucking got a dime piece and then you wake up in the morning you look at that bitch and you're like what the fuck yo bitch get a razor bitch you stink bitch you fucking ugly, ugly. ugly. you chewing that arm off to get the fuck get out of there the f- yeah you look yo. like Janet Jackson came out the car looking like Freddie Jackson <laughs> you know you don't know whether you want to fucking throw her out of the apartment through the door the fucking window you know what I'm saying that's how I'm feeling right now about the sequel fucking trilogy, guys. I think that they did Luke wrong. They did Mark Hamill. Bro, even Mark Hamill knows they did him wrong. But you guys tell me, am I right? Am I wrong? Am, am I, you know, kind of, you know? Uh, I think uh, you are not wrong, but you are not 100% right. 
Uh, uh, no, I, listen, I'm either right or wrong. Come on, man. This is no, the no, Sith no. show. No, no, no. been married. Sith. He knows how to answer these questions. Listen, let me explain what I mean. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Um, no, and only once, I may add. So, you're not 100% wrong. I rewatched episode nine, right, on Disney+. Plus. And as I'm watching it, I'm enjoying the film. I like it. There's two aspects that I really loathe. One is the same, the same gripe I had before, but I'm starting to hate it more and more. One is the explanation, no, the lack of explanation on how uh, Sidious returned, the fact he even did return, and the reasoning why he returned, just to be jobbed out at the end by Ray, and the fight at the end with Ray, I didn't like. Right. Um, I think there would be, should have been Force Ghost presence if you were going to go out. This last battle should have been an all-out uh, slobber knocker, just like Episode 3, right? Episode 3 had the best Star Wars lightsaber duel of all time between Anakin and Obi-Wan, and it left that prequel trilogy just the way it was supposed to. Episode 6, one of the greatest lightsaber fights between Vader and Luke Skywalker, and it got you in the feels, like the kids say. It was very emotional. It left you off where you were supposed to be left off. Like, nicely tucked in, you know, for a good night's sleep by your parent. This should have been the same way. They didn't do it. No, I don't know if there is a JJ cut. I don't know if there's an extended fight scene. I don't know if there's force ghosts involved. I think there's a lot that was left on the cutting room floor for time purposes. And if they ever do release a JJ cut like they're doing a Snyder cut now, then granted, it might be better. But the fact that they just brought him back just to kill him off again, just to me leaves a black stain on the movie because everything else in it was phenomenal. The fucking you know what I mean? shit stain, bro. Exactly. For so sure. as far as Luke goes, my opinion, you're not wrong. Um... I like the ending of episode seven, but the fact we didn't get Luke, Leia, and Han together one last time, and Lando all together, one last shot to see them all together, that's all we wanted, right? It's sacrilegious, right? But even that, I mean, look, to be fair, maybe they were saving, saving it for the last movie. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. But the fact that they gave Luke 30 seconds of shine, in the greatest, one of the greatest, probably the greatest ending in a Star Wars movie, Episode Seven, the actual literal cliffhanger on a cliff, him, on a cliff, right? Leave you hanging there on a cliff in Act Two, and then Episode Eight drops. I like the movie, but we've said it before. The reasoning. It's the execution of why he became grizzled and jaded and salty Luke that was not done correctly. In order for a man to be broken so bad, he literally has to hit rock bottom. And in my opinion, it wasn't executed perfectly on why he hit rock bottom. There's a lot of things in that film that weren't executed properly, like force-wielding Leia. You know what I'm saying? I was watching Rebels this week with my son. And the way Kanan came back into the ship using the Force like Leia did, he actually did it first, looked better in animation the way he did it, the way he was executed, a la Filoni style, than 
the way it was executed in the movie, which was very campy and Mary Poppin-like, right? Yep. So, that's that. My opinion, Luke went out like a boss, like a true Jedi. I don't think Luke's death could have been done any greater, but I think it was done prematurely. I think Luke should have died, if he died, at the end of episode nine, sacrificing himself for Rey and the rest of any Jedi, instead of doing it in eight. And, And the killer is this, bro. And this is my only gripe with eight. You filmed it. You did the reshoots. Whatever. Unfortunately, Leia dies. You can edit the film to end it on a note where Luke doesn't die. Yep. You don't need to have that part come to fruition in the film. Him sitting on the rock looking at the suns should have been the closing thing, and they should have picked up right then and there, right after episode uh, right in episode nine. And that's it. But they didn't. But they should have done that because they would people would have got more of Luke in episode nine and they would have forgot about episode eight. Because maybe in episode nine, they could have had him and Ray fight the Emperor and Kylo and Kylo turning and the three of them coming together to take on the Emperor. And then the Emperor getting his ass kicked at the end by all three Skywalkers getting killed by all three of them or something to that extent. Who knows? Anyway. And and the fact that he's that she's his daughter as well, like we talked about the past yeah. before. Yeah, they could have done that. They could have def- definitely made it that because I hate you know now that I think about it, I hate the way she becomes a fucking Skywalker. It's like you know the whole Ray Ray Skywalker should have had so much more fucking impact, but it didn't because bitch, you're not a fucking Skywalker. You know you could have Te- been. Technically, you know? she is. You know what? I'm going to tell you how. From a certain adopted. point of view. From Let a certain point you. of view, she's adopted. Uh, she adopted the name. Isn't that uh, another show that, that we have c- coming out? Huh? Yes. Well, but we're not talking about that. Today. Right. We'll but listen, man. Else. This is how I'd have done it. Okay, man. At the end, the emperor is beating everybody. The force goes. And then out of nowhere, on a white horse, Revan comes in, does the fucking save and shit. No, no, no. Bro, to be honest, man. Revan the White in uh, Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Listen, man. To be honest, man, this is how I feel now. Palpatine would have looked at him and be like, who are you? Wrong movie. (laughs) I would have been like, yeah, right. He would have been like, this isn't a video game. No, but bro, to be all honest, man, I, I hate the fact that they brought him back, man. Now that I think about it and the way that it was done, I hate that he was back. I hate that he's a fucking clone. You know, again, this is Luke's, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. It should have been, the focus should have been on Luke. He takes Ray under his wing, finds out, we find out that she's his, his daughter. The film ends with her, with Luke dying of old age even, but her training a new generation at a new Jedi temple, and the temple has a fucking statue of Luke. Okay? Fucking, yo, sign me up right now. Hire me to write this fucking movie. Disney, fuck you. Pay me. You've said it many times, uh, you know, how at, at us picking apart this movie, this trilogy, and, and deciding, you know, better talking points, better, just, just Things that make more sense. And uh, you know, listen, if it ended like that, where she's training, the, you know, the new sect of Jedi, 
massive starting point for everything else going forward. I mean, and just with her, you don't need the Finn, you don't need the Poe, you don't need the rest of the jabronis. Right. Just oh, no, her. You need Finn. Oh, fuck those guys. And Finn's your first well, 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 clearly, Finn doesn't give a shit because he's Finn never coming fuck. back. Yeah, dude, he's too busy in, in the streets now, bro. You know, exactly. so you, you guys are nuts. He's a Jedi in the streets. Nuts. Him and Poe are coming back. They're playing hardball because if they act like they don't want it, Disney's going to sh- throw a lot of Scott Ola at them. That's the name of the game, bro. If they were like, yeah, we'll come back because we love the role, we're fans. No, dude. Then Disney's gonna be like, okay, we'll give you twenty dollars and a hot dog. I don't give a shit if they come back. How about that? Anyway, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Um, (laughs) We've definitely had better ideas than. Listen, I'm not putting us us over, but we. How can three guys who sit around and talk about this all day long have better ideas than what was actually a billion dollar fucking billions of dollar franchise? I don't fucking understand it. I don't get it. What was happening at Disney? Like we said before, they weren't talking to each other. You know, I'm starting to lean towards Spiro when it comes to the fact that I like the movie less and less. Yeah. You know, it really got me at some point when we were there. I felt it. There were a lot of parts. The Han Solo part was amazing. I, they couldn't have done that any better. That was perfect. That was you the know, best scene, bro. Yeah. Uh, you know, the lay of death was also done well. There was a few things here and there that were great. But overall, the whole theme and the whole execution could have been done at least 75% better than it was, which is a fucking way too much when it comes to a movie this important. Well, listen, what you have is you have corporate executives, right? Who thrive on power and are defined by the roles that they have in their company, right? How much shares they have, what Maserati they're driving, what Guma, they're banging on the side, what kind of house they have, whatever the case may be. And none of them are really, they may be Star Wars fans, but they're not geeks, right? Then you have Kathleen Kennedy, who decided to put her own personal agenda onto this with the whole feminism angle and liberal subplot politics, which people did not want to deal with because they want to escape reality and forget about the shitbag world we live in today, right? Now, then you have Colin Trevorrow come out and say what his departure was very traumatic. And that the reason why he left, uh, Spirit, did you read the article? Because I figured you, you want to touch base on this or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read it or you didn't read it? I read the uh, title. No, I, actually not, man. <laughs> I, no, 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 dude. I, I, I read it. I, I think it, I think it, Originally came out. Uh, when, when was it? Listen, the reason why they they got the Hollywood Reporter reports that uh, the reason why they they he got fired or left was because him and Kathy Kennedy had become their relationship was unmanageable because of script disagreements. Now his script allegedly leaked online. The Duel of the Fates. It was decent. Not gonna lie. But I also think what J.J. did was decent. But the one thing that I love about his script is that the Emperor's in it and Vader's in it. But Vader versus Kylo is not real. It's a vision, right? Just like how Han was in memory. And the hologram of the Emperor was in it. And he's finally, he's not back. There's no purpose. Like, they brought him back and there's no purpose. It's like, we're just bringing him back because we're Disney and because we can't. And that's it, right? The only thing I didn't like about his script was 
that she was rocking the same freaking outfit as Luke Skywalker in episode six, which I thought was real tacky because I kind of liked the white outfit she was rocking in uh, J.J. Abrams' movie. You know, and she had a double-bladed lightsaber like Darth Maul, whatever. I mean, if it works, it works. It made sense, though. But yeah, it does. But I kind of like the yellow lightsaber that's made out of her staff. But it makes sense because she, she's accustomed to, to the staff. So well, I you know. know. Oh, yeah, she's accustomed to using the weapon, too. Um, hey, <laughs> So, you know, may, I mean, I don't remember. And, and, and in his version, Luke was haunting, <laughs> haunting Kylo, uh, not only just helping Rey, but if there was any way they can salvage Luke from eight and incorporate him into nine as being a living mentor and actually helping the rebellion, I think it would have made things a lot better. Like Gandalf the white nonsense or whatever, but that's just me. But I just figured that I'd fuel to the fire to piss you off some more. Because this is your show. It's the Butcher's Block. Listen, man, I, I think if they're probably never going to do it, but if they do, do it exactly the way I said it, and that's it. Because if you don't, then fuck, then fuck Star Wars and fuck Disney. Oh. Oh. And I'm gonna fucking no, don't worry, don't worry. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to some crazy planet, I'm gonna go hide myself, then I'm, I'm gonna come back and and give Star Wars new meaning. Uh, let's let's say it's gonna be the rebirth of Star Wars. I'm gonna take over and the Sith will rule and we will get our fucking revenge. Because this is the butcher's block. This is we deal in fucking absolutes, okay? And that's the bottom line because do- fucking dark side for life. I cannot take this anymore. Saying everything I said before. All these words, they make no sense. I find this in ignorance. Less I hear, the less you say. You'll find that. Find a way to disappear All these thoughts, they make no sense I found bliss and ignorance Nothing seems to go
Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.